Hey guys, so my name is Jayhee, and I graduated from college in 2009. <laughs> and I know some of you guys graduated from high school in 2009, so you don't have to tell me, okay? Um, but yeah, so that's when I graduated from college, and I was actually here as a student in this very room, actually sharing my testimony a couple years ago. Um, and I came here my junior year. Um, I went to USC. I don't know if I mentioned that already. Um, <coughs> none of that. I'll explain why later. But, um, yeah, so I was here uh, for a year, actually, my junior year. And, oh, man, that year changed a lot of things for me. It changed a lot of things. So um, I'm just going to share a little bit about my background. Um, I grew up in the Philippines. Yes. Be my pride. So I, um, I grew up there. I was there from, like, 5 to 18. I graduated from high school there. Um, my sister and I were going to an international school there. And my life was pretty much... Um, school and church, Korean school on Saturdays, yeah, what else did I do, you know, whatever, Alex, so, I mean, actually, it was, and I hated going to Korean school, my parents always made me go, and by the time I was middle school, I was so excited, because it actually ends, um, there's no more Korean school after sixth grade, but then, the year I became a middle schooler, they opened middle school and Korean school, I was so mad, but that's when I became kind of bad, and, like, I started, you know, playing hooky in school, and I would go to the mall on Saturdays and started going to class and all that stuff, but, um, <laughs> what did you say? So bad, I know. That's the kind of extent that I went in. But, yeah, basically, um, actually, not really. So, um, once, like, high school hit, um, I hit a pretty rocky adolescence period. I think starting, like, sometime in middle school, I just became a lot more sensitive to what, like, people thought about me and a lot more sensitive to, like, what kind of crowd I'm going to hang out with and, you know, like, am I Korean or am I Filipino or, like, I, I mean, I just, I don't know, I was just getting confused and the Korean kids, they wouldn't really accept me for, like, who I was and I felt like, gosh, I, I would feel so insecure speaking Korean with them even though my Korean's, like, pretty good and, uh, yeah, I just... So starting around, like, that time, um, I feel like I was just getting a lot of um, insecurities uh, just about my identity, you know, um, whether it's cultural or whether it's also... So at school, I was super involved with everything I could get my hands on to. Um, high school, all through high school, I did student council, but I was super insecure the whole time because, you know, I'd be, like, at church on Sundays, but all the other kids in student council would be, like, partying, and, like, we'd come back on Monday and talk during homeroom, but then I'd, like, have nothing to talk about with them. I'd be like, oh, you guys were there? Oh, yeah, I was at church, like, you know. And, uh, yeah, and on top of that, like, it wasn't even that I was, like, the super Christian girl, because I really wasn't. I was part of, I was, like, a leader at the youth group, but my life totally did not reflect that. Like, my sister can testify that I was living, like, a double life. I didn't think I was, but I really was. And I was in a relationship with this guy for, like, two years. He was a year older than me, and we started dating, I think, my junior year. And, um, man, it was bad and uh, you know at first it started off really bad because I just felt like I was kind of like his number two choice um because he liked actually a really good friend of mine for a long time and then after she left oh hey you wanna like I like you I was like but I thought you liked that girl for like three years and and a lot of them actually thought we looked alike we're similar and all that stuff so it really was not good for me and I told you I was insecure you know so all that stuff just didn't go well together and uh so basically, yeah, I was like in this relationship for two years, and both of us were insecure. That makes for a pretty bad combination. 
And things just got ugly pretty fast. And I feel like we just really didn't know what we were doing. Be like at church, doing like praise team together and doing all this like church stuff. And then doing all this other stuff too. And it's just, man. And uh, I think that really broke me. I was so young. But I thought, you know, I started dating when I was 16. And I thought I was too old already. I was like, oh my gosh. People started dating when they're like 12. I'm already 16. Oh my goodness. Like, I'm so behind. And um, when I think about it now, I'm like, oh, it really wasn't the case, you know. I just, I was so, so, so obsessed with what other people thought. So obsessed with what they would think is cool, with you know. And uh, so anyway, that's how I went to college. <laughs> I was still in this relationship. Uh, we had like the worst summer together ever. Um, it was pretty terrible, actually. So that girl that I was talking about, she actually came to visit the Philippines. And, uh, you know, like, it really should not be bad, right? If I was, like, healthy emotionally and spiritually and all that stuff, but I really wasn't. And so, like, little things, I would get, like, so jealous. And I'd be like, why are you holding her bag? You never hold mine. You know, things like that. And, like, why did you open the door for her? You don't even do that for me. But, of course, I never vocalized any of that. I would just be, like, super insecure about it inside and be, like, all jealous and mad and, like, yeah. I feel like some of you guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. But I know you girls can relate, okay? So, yeah, and so that's how I went to college. And um, pretty much when I was going to college, I was going to the States for the first time. Even though a lot of people think I sound like a valley girl, but it really isn't the case. So I went to um, L.A. of all places. Um, and how, actually how I ended up there, a lot of people ask me, why USC? Um, it's because I was looking through, like, that really thick college book. And, you know, like, the book that most Americans don't even look at. But because I was in the Philippines, I looked at it. And I was looking through all the, the, the colleges. And then I saw, like, <gasps> University of Southern California. It, it sounds so perfect. Wait, who said oh no? Whatever. And I was like, yes, I think this is a school for me. I mean, it's California. There's, like, palm trees. Number one football team. And I was like, I had, like, these secret fantasies about, like, oh, maybe I can, like, be a football player and finally be cool. And, yeah, so, I like, all these, like, fantasies going, and um, I, for me, really, like, going there was, um, I just wanted to go and start completely new. Like, in my mind, I was actually even thinking, man, I really hope, actually, not really hope, but I was, like, thinking, like, yeah, I'm just going to cut off ties with the people that I already know. Even though I've known some of these people for a really long time, I'm just going to move on and start a whole new life. That's what I thought. But it actually didn't turn out that way at all. So I went for my first semester. So, you know, USC is like in L.A. It's kind of in the hood. So if you don't have a car, you really can't go anywhere. And actually for three years, I didn't have a car. And I was only there for three years. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a license. I didn't have any of that. But my first year, I was living in the international dorms. So there's a lot of rich kids. And they had cars. And so we would, like, go to Hollywood and, like, you know. And actually, um, when I was still in the relationship, um, that first week, I met this other boy. And... Like, he was perfect. He had, like, a nice body, and, like, he was really good-looking. And, you know, like, yeah, he just, I thought it was great. Even my dad met him, but, of course, he never knew, like, what happened after that. But, um, yeah, so it was, like, this total rebound. And, actually, he was just coming out of a serious relationship. And so both of us were rebounding. And, of course, for me, I was like, oh. Oh, and then we are like, we thought we could all relate. And, like, oh, like, whatever, you know, but... That boy, he didn't ever go to class. The reason he looked good was because he'd always be in the gym. So he was, like, always working out and always doing all that stuff. And um, 
but he was like a really good kid but yeah and so you know that's gonna work out so after the first semester basically i was devastated and um i remember like it was almost winter break and i had to go home but i was thinking like oh but i thought i was gonna be like this totally different person that i was gonna be like you know so much better i thought my parents would think like oh man like all this tuition and like all this investment was so worth it you know like my daughter's like so much better now and you know, all that but actually i was in such a bad state and um man and um what i did was like slowly slowly i started like withdrawing myself from people and so like you know how my goal was like to go to this new school this new environment and make the best friends ever and like meet my like soulmate friends and all that stuff but because that didn't happen um i was so devastated and when i went back to the philippines um nothing changed i remember like before getting on the plane i was like trying so hard to like change myself <laughs> i was like trying to change like my mindset like the way i would talk like my attitude like you can't do that to yourself and you can't do that overnight especially but um i was like just so in that place of wanting to prove myself you know especially to my family and to my parents but yeah that didn't happen and so um i thought my second semester might be better but it was actually worse and my second semester is when i really didn't open up to anybody and like i had this one friend um you know like we really hit it off because she grew up in the philippines and like you know we automatically had that time she's like super perky and like super like she went to like every single party like she did everything in her four years of college she did like i can't believe like she did everything because she was super smart she got like i think a 4.0 plus she was in a sorority plus she like went to every party she did everything and i was like oh my gosh and she's super tiny but anyway like she did everything and i um she was so much energy but anyway i couldn't even open up to her we were always together and her name was erica and they would always be like oh hi jay and erica if i wasn't there or if she wasn't there she'd be like oh where's erica and after a while i got kind of like tired of hearing that too and um anyway long story short like i wouldn't even want to go to the library to like study with people for the exam like i just want to be myself by myself and i would even start like binge eating um man binge eating is basically like you just eat a lot you just keep eating and eating you just can't stop you're like addicted to food it's like like addicted to drugs but to food and like to snacks and like seriously like the only place i would go really it was like grocery shopping and like for people like who've been through that i know you can relate you know and um man like when i think about those times i'm like oh my goodness like jehi like what were you doing you know but um but the good part is um so after that first year i was getting like oh man like what am i doing with my life you know like i i could be getting just like 4.0s maybe that's all i should be doing maybe i should just excel in school because that's what my mom told me to do anyway she was like you know what you know that we can't even like really afford this tuition but we're sending you so like do your best right but honestly like school was never really my thing i was never like super smart my sister's actually quite good at school but i was never really yeah and so so i wasn't excelling in this or that and that was kind of my life and so um my second year um i did what i only knew which was like when i was in high school i just involved myself with everything i could get involved in so i started getting really involved with unicef and i was like unicef girl i'd be like the recruiting girl i'd be like oh you do you want to help out like unicef we're having a voice of um voice of the children something like that a benefit concert so you guys should all come out you know and i was like so into it and then one day um i was tabling for unicef and then next to us there was a table of um 
these like old people, like older, like Caucasian people, and um, I w- I wasn't sure what they were all about, but it turned out that they were a campus ministry, and actually I'd never heard about them before. I never heard about them uh, my freshman year. But they were actually called Christian Challenge. And um, initially, I didn't want to talk to them because I didn't want, like, more parental figures in my life. But actually, like, I started going there. And that's when I, like, really started to learn more about, like, my salvation. I mean, I grew up in a church, but it was always a Korean. And I don't really know if it's because there was a language barrier. But I feel like things were kind of going in one year, but just out the other. And I, like, never really knew. Because if I had understood, if I had, had understood what Jesus did for me, the gospel grace it's all free and i don't have to earn my salvation i feel like i wouldn't have put myself into all these destructive patterns of life but i just didn't know and it's crazy that i didn't know but um that's where i really just um heard the gospel and i understood it and i understood that grace is not earned i earned that um grace is what Jesus already did for me and that changed everything um I was in this ministry where it was, like, predominantly Caucasian people. I was, like, one of the only Asian people there. And not that it matters so much, but, you know, I was coming from Asia. I was coming from the Philippines. And I was, like, an international student and all that. But the thing is, it really didn't matter because all that mattered was that these people really accepted me and they loved me. And they were only doing that because they understood the cross. And so that changed everything for me, sophomore year of college. And so right after that is when I came to Korea. So I did, like, a summer discipleship program um, throughout that summer right before coming here, right after my sophomore year. And again, I was in a house full of girls from Oklahoma and Texas. And again, of course, token Asian girl. And um, But again, it didn't matter. By the end of that summer, we're like family. And um, that's where I really learned how to like do quiet times. You know, that's where I actually um, had a heart to like read the Bible um, because I've had a Bible forever, but I would only be reading like Psalms and Proverbs. But um, when I went to this establishment camp, um, no, there's like so much more stuff in the Bible, and um, yeah, and so that's when I was like, I would actually spend like all these mornings like in the Word, and, like we would all get up together like on our bunk beds, like reading the Bible together, like cooking together, yes, and it was great, and um, yeah, and we actually still keep in touch, and because they're all from like the Midwest parts, like a lot of them are actually married now, and they have like children, and but they're my age, and so uh, yeah. But anyway, <coughs> Jisoo. So, yeah, so when I came here to Korea, I was so on fire. But it was a different kind of fire from, like, maybe what you see here. Here, like, you know, it's like, we're on fire for God. It's very outward, I feel. Like, there's this outward passion that's here. There's a freedom here. But um, when I was there, it was uh, it was a different kind. It was kind of like this steady fire burning within me. But then when I came here, it's like, <laughs> it's like it just all comes out, you know? And so, um, yeah, and... And I think just this testimony is showing God's faithfulness um, because really, uh, like when I look back in some of those years, it was filled with so much darkness. It was filled with so much despair. Um, you know, like when you're in that place, you don't really think about, I don't know, the, like the future, like what, you know, your dreams or I don't know, things like that. Um, but God's just been so faithful to show me, like even after I came to Korea, joining this ministry, um, it was called Yonsei International Christian Fellowship back then, um, before it became Emmaus. And, uh, yeah, God, like, is so faithful to always uh, bring friends and um, put you in a community in every season. And um, he's so good. And I feel like you guys being here, I mean, you guys are in a really good place. And um, and so I just want to conclude with um, the people that I met while I was here. Um, 
So I'm going to go back to the UCLA thing. So um, one of my best friends that I met here, she's actually from UCLA. And so we became, like, really, really tight. She's, like, my sister. Her name is Anna. And, um, yeah, so when I went back to the States, to USC, you know, I had, like, no car and all that stuff. But she would actually come pick me up. I would hang out with, like, all her UCLA friends. and Yeah, exactly. That's why it's a testimony of Jesus because, you know, it's like there's none of that anymore, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just been, it's just been a wild ride. But, um, you know, even now, God's constantly always showing me, yeah, that he's, like, just right by me, you know? And go Bruins! Go Trojans! <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But, yeah, thanks for listening. And I just want to say that, you know, no matter where you are right now, um, I feel like some of you aren't even, like, juniors yet. I was a junior when I came here, but... There's so much in store for you guys, and God's heart for you is so immeasurably big. And, you know, the way he sees you is so different from how you see yourselves. So, yeah, I just want to say that, and thank you.